0: Welcome to Page-Turner, I'm your host, Page-Turner. We are a podcast that talks about many kinds of books. We named ourselves Page-Turner, an expression describing how exciting a book is, plus it's the name of its host, me. We talk about all sorts of books and recommendations. Today, we are going to talk about the book, Mara Thieves*, that was written in 2017 by Cherry de Mullen. About the author, she is a Métis Canadian who won the Governor General's Literary Awards, the Kirkus Prize, the Amy Matters Teen Book Award, and the Birth Award for First Nations Métis, and Inuit Literature. Her book was also selected for Canada Reads in 2018. We are going to talk about the book in many ways and I hope you will enjoy this sequence. Today, we have a wonderful guest with us, Kilura Gunjo, the actress who played the role of Wab in the adaptation of the book *Mara Thieves in theatre. Hello! Hi! How are you doing? Fine, thanks for asking. So, we are going to ask you a few questions about your role. Yes, of course. Was it difficult to play the role
1: of the character Wab? To be honest, playing this character was pretty difficult to play, due to her personality that gives up a mysterious, yet unpredictable vibe, which is quite the opposite of mine. Plus, her peculiar past that gives me a certain difficulty to show emotions in scenes. Do you have any examples? Yes, exactly. For example, the way she glared at Travis due to her past experience. I had to live her past, live her experience, and her emotions to be able to give one simple glare with enough of the character's emotion, wab. What do you like about this character? I really like her strong personality and her way of showing her strength. For example, for her line, Boy, you're a master of observation. It showed her will to show her fearless mask. I had to vibrate my voice and try to make a somewhat poker face that was hiding her real pain. Her wanting desperately to leave the situation was an obstacle to her unafraid facade. I really love her passion of showing her strong side. But
0: didn't you change the voice of for younger Wab in the movie? No.
1: Actually, we didn't. The crew decided to keep my voice and just elevate the pitch of my voice with edit to make it younger during her flashback. That's all for today. Thank you for being with us today, Kilara. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Hello again. Today, I'm going to play a recorded poem called My Dream, dedicated to the book. It was written and told by
1: Marley Smith, a young Metis girl. So, let's start. Alone in the dark, with none beside me, someone trying to find me, monster beast constantly in my head, always listening to my heartbeat. I know that I have a way out, through the bright light, that I could be out of sight. Giving up is easy to say, but I won't do it, because hope is in my bones, where no one should take away. I will instead be chasing the monster, giving him a stare making him so scared and he would never come back ever in my dreams again. My dream is everything that I wish it wasn't a thing, but I need to face it, even if I need to meet the sky to finally have a peaceful mind. So
0: about the poem, with the sentence monster or beast, we can clearly feel that the person is trying to escape from a certain monster that could be compared in the book as the recruiters or the traders. The indigenous is trying to escape from them to finally have also a peaceful life, to be happy again with his family and to have a normal life because you finally finally have a peaceful mind like said in the poem. In the book, dreams are crucial because they keep the person as a human like the author Sherry de Mullen mentioned in an interview, if we don't have dreams, we will become like machines. Finally, meet the sky means that the only way to be truly happy is to be dead. Because no one could hurt you anymore, not even the monsters, according to Marty Smith. Welcome back to Paige Turner. After an interview with an actress and a poem, we now have another special guest with us, Elio Doan. A scientist expert hello Eliodowan and welcome or well, hello page so we all know that climate change is an issue in our present world like introduced in the book shared the mentioned many facts about climate change like the sun getting hotter coastlines getting smaller great lakes destroyed by pollution etc we shouldn't forget that this apocalyptic world is pictured for only 20 or 30 years from now. What do you think about her description? It is plausible, which means likely to happen?
1: Her description sums up the majority of our problems if we keep going toward this direction. It is quite possible that it represents our future since it's already present now. For example, the sun is already getting hotter because of the hole in the ozone layer and coastlines are right now fading away. So to come back to your question, yes, Yes, her description is plausible.
0: If we were to live in this dystopian life right now, what should we know about the new world and prepare ourselves, let's say without the evolution of human, with the human
1: body of today? To be able to live in this world right now would mean stronger sunscreen for a frail skin, knowing that the sun shines harder and hotter, thicker clothes to block the ray of sun on the skin, but they need to be able to let the air slip and pass through the clothes to avoid sunburns and heat strokes. Everybody should own a water filter due to the enormous amount of dirty water. Plus, always keep a first aid kit and food supply with you.
0: Thank you for all your wonderful advice. You're welcome. That's all for the interview. Thank you for your time with us today. Thank you for inviting me. In this last sequence, we are going to make you listen to some quotes and their analyze that are related to the book and that i found very interesting so let's
1: start with the first one it is during our darkest moments that we must focus on the light in this quote by aristotle it makes me think
0: that even if friendship and the other member of the group all had a traumatic experience there was always a good side to it nothing is really lost as long as you keep in mind that there is still hope for example, after being in the woods for so long, they were able to reach comfort when they found the four winds over. resort. Those simple walls made them so happy, you'll see more about it if you read it. Let's continue with the next one. They call us dreamers, but we are the ones who don't sleep. This quote is from staymotivated.in. This quote is very interesting because even if indigenous people are the only humans to have dreams, they are not really sleeping well as they are constantly trying to escape from the recruiters. Also they need to always be aware of their surroundings, allowing allowing them, (laughs) them to run away at the first occasion. Also it sounds like white people are sleeping better than indigenous ones because they don't have the feeling of being hunted. The last one?
1: Sometimes someone comes into your life, so unexpectedly takes your heart by surprise and changes your life forever. This quote is written by Nichen Panoir, and
0: it is for sure that it is, it is about love. In general, every book contains a touch of love, and it is true in this book. It could be associated with the moment when Rose appeared and it was love at first sight, for French. That's all for the book Mara Thieves. To summarize all those talks, we had an interview with the actress Kilura Gunjio. Then we analyzed a poem from Marley Smith. We also had an interview with the scientist Elio Dowen. And last but not least, we analyzed quotes. Thank you, dear listeners, for staying with us. If you like this podcast, make sure to tune in for the next book selected. It will be. One of Us Is Lying A book written by Karen M. McManus Goodbye and see you next time, dear teenagers